on the Andy Griffin Show. Time to call in with your gripes, opinions, theories, and conspiracies. Here's your chance. Don't blow it. Only on News Radio 890, 92.5, KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. I like that intro. It uh, is a little tongue-in-cheek. I hope you get that as he's uh, as he's uh, reading the intro. We just don't blow it. Well, you can blow it. It's okay. Just call in and give me your thoughts on things. Uh, 673-5890 is the phone number. You can text me if you don't want to talk on the air at 435-467-5842. Uh, man, oh man, I try to get away from the topic and it just keeps coming back. It's the uh, transgender athlete uh, bill, House Bill 11 in the state of Utah. An update from a week ago. Uh, a week ago, we were waiting for Governor Spencer Cox to veto the bill, which was uh, approved in both the House and the Senate here in the state of Utah. The bill is essentially this. Uh, It bans transgender athletes, whether male transitioning to female or female transitioning to male, transgender athletes from competing in in women's sports, uh, girls' sports in the state of Utah. Uh, Spencer Cox uh, was behind a bill earlier in the session to form a commission that would study it on a case-by-case basis. Uh, and so when this one came up on the last day or the last couple of days of the session and was passed, uh, Cox was pretty mad. And in fact, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to veto this thing. Um, that drew, uh, I think a bigger response than Spencer Cox realized it drew a national response. Uh, one of the reasons for that is he made that statement on the day, uh, a guy named Will Thomas, Leah Thomas, as he wants to be called, uh, won the girls, the women's 500-meter championships in, in college swimming. Um, so the spotlight, boom, shined really brightly on the state of Utah uh, nationwide. At first on Spencer Cox for how progressive and uh, woke he is, right? And then... The, the light shined on the, regis, the, the rest of the legislature that said, hey, we're going to override the veto or we're going to call a special session and see if we can get enough votes to override the veto. And uh, then all of a sudden the accusations started flying. Uh, flying. Utah is bigoted. Utah is, uh, you know, U- Utah has no clue what the real world is about. Utah is unwelcoming to those of the LGBTQ community. Uh, Utah is this. Utah is that. And uh, quite frankly, it it, it kind of ticks me off. Um, and, and here's why. And and I want to hear your thoughts on these things. Six seven three five eight ninety. If if uh, you have a thought. We'll get you on the air and talk about them. We had some phone issues earlier, but I think they're fixed now. We have our, had our engineer feverishly working on them. But uh, here are some statements from people who are up in arms about, uh, about the legislature perhaps overriding the veto. They say that Utah's tourism and outdoor recreation industry could, could take a hit including uh, the All-Star Game, the NBA moving the All-Star Game out of Salt Lake City. That's next year. 
another they just barely got the outdoor retailer show back and uh, they that may cause them to move uh said uh, let's see this is a uh, equality utah executive director troy williams said he was disappointed in the uh lack of vision and uh, and empathy uh for those living in the state of utah uh Williams said, I think that companies, he told Deseret News, I think that companies throughout our state and across the country have embraced their LGBTQ employees and acknowledge that diversity is a hallmark of capitalism. Even before the override session, I've been hearing from Utah companies that are very alarmed by this bill and are looking for advice on how to navigate the consequences. Williams, like most of the woke right or woke left, rather, are missing the whole point. This is not, uh, and by the way, he called the uh, bill mean and petty and said that uh, it, uh, moral panic and hysterics toward a threat that doesn't exist is what he called it. He also said Utah will be known as an unwelcoming state if they override the veto. Again, missing the whole point. The point is not to discriminate against LGBTQ. The, the point is not to indict them somehow. Uh, I have my own feelings about that. I, th- I think that it's, it's wrong, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I'm not going to get into that right now. But the, the point I'm trying to make here is this has nothing to do with bigotry or discrimination. This has to do with protecting the sanctity of women in sports. I have a daughter who competed in sports. My good friend Jimmy Kesson has a daughter who was, who was a star in several sports. The, the point being, these girls worked hard their whole lives, given their physical, I'm not even going to say limitations, their, their physical uniqueness of being a woman. They did the best they could within the bounds that they were given and had success. You talk about the NCAA championships from last week. Those girls, those, those women, those young women, worked very hard so they could compete at a national level. I think the top 16 uh, all were considered All-Americans. Well, actually, the top 15 women were considered All-Americans because one guy got in there. A guy by the name of Will Thomas, the, 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 or Leah, whatever you want to call him, her. And, and stole the prize away. I talked about it last week. I'm not going to go over again how uh, men and women are physically different. Musc- muscle, the muscle uh, makeup is different. It's, it's, it's a biological fact. It's reality. And, and yet you've got people like this Thomas guy, this... Uh, Williams guy, rather, this Equality Utah guy, saying, well, if they won't let transgenders compete in women's sports, then Utah's a bunch of backwards redneck bigots. That's basically his take on the whole matter. Where are the women's groups? Where are the groups that are saying, you know, women are unique and special in their own way, and they shouldn't have to compete against men, whether the men are trying to transition or not. Now, I had a friend on Facebook who... Uh, who has a, they call themselves a unique uh, 
They have a unique perspective on gender dysphoria, they're calling it, uh, because they have a child who experienced that. And she attempted to, on Facebook, show how this guy, girl that competed in the NCAA championships, how his numbers went down once he started taking the hormones. Now, remember, he hasn't had an operation to remove anything, if you know what I'm talking about. But he started taking the hormones. Well, his numbers did go down slightly. But they were still, you have a guy that was like maybe the 500th best swimmer in the country in men's swimming. I think it was ranked 469 or something like that in, in one particular race. And he went from that to, I feel like a woman. Uh, and so I'm going to compete in women's sports. And all of a sudden, he's the best in the country. How black and white is that? How cut and dried is that? No, his numbers weren't as good once he started taking the hormones, but they were still way better than any other woman out there. And, and, and yet, like I said, these guys like this Williams guy, this Equality Utah guy, is condemning Utah for being bigoted. We don't, we're not making a law saying you can't be transgender. We're not making a law that says uh, you're going to jail if you're gay. That, no, we're not doing that. The law is if you're a guy, a biological male, you can't s- compete in women's sports, girls' sports. That's what the law says. It doesn't say anything about uh, what you decide to be or who you decide you are. It just says you can't take this unfair advantage and beat our daughters who have worked their whole lives to compete in sports. That's what it says. All right, let's go to the phone lines. It's open line Friday. Love to hear from you. Let's start on line two. Hey, what's up? Hello, Andy. Hey, how's life? Is this Brent? Good. This is Brent. Hey, Brent. Brent. Yep. Good to talk to you, man. Hey, thanks for having the opportunity to speak. Um, I'm going to try to stay really focused, and I'm, I'm going to read you the email I sent to our local legislators a couple days ago. Okay. Please veto Governor Cox's, or please, please override Governor Cox's veto of HB 11 this Friday in your special session. Please protect our biological young women from biological males who want to be females. Please have a compassion and care for the entire population of girls, like the governor says he has, for a very few boys who want to be girls. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of ways to let those wannabe girls compete in high school sports in other areas. It is very unfair to let biological boys compete with girls. Consider the recent champion swimmer, Leah Thomas, who ranked number 462 in men's swimming and won the women's race by 1.75 seconds. Okay, that is an eternity. That's a long time. In sports, 1.75 seconds. Usually they're hundredths of a second between the top three or four. Mm Mm-hmm. Thomas is twice the size of his competition and stole the championship from an actual woman. Please affirm the obvious real science and hold HB 11. Thank you very much. And then just to add on that, I, I did a little more checking, and yes, he has all his male parts still. Yep. And he's, he's dressing and changing in the women's locker room next to women without clothing and admits that he's still attracted to women. And several of the, the girls and, and families on his team have filed complaints with the state of Pennsylvania and, and athletic uh, group, you know, the athletic uh, organization, 
with no response. <laughs> yeah. So talk about, yeah, it's just totally irrational and, and, and like you said, too, unfair to actual girls. The- and, and like you say, where's all the women's group? And where's the governor's concern for girls who all of a sudden are, are totally pushed out by somebody with an unfair advantage? It's, you know, it's, it's just crazy. The, you know, and the governor cites, well, I have such compassion for these kids who are having suicidal and depression thoughts. And, 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 and like you said, he, he's picked out this small group of people to have compassion for while leaving behind virtually every other female, high school-age female every in the actual... state of Utah. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's unbelievable to me. Yeah, it's incredible. So, all right, Brent, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All righty. Thanks, Andy. All right. Go back to the phone lines. Hey, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Yeah, hey, I appreciate a few minutes of your time to discuss this topic. I can't even believe it has to be debated or discussed in today's day and age. Yeah. Ever since, ever since the Constitution was established in this country, we've ruled by majority rule. When we vote to elect people, it's by majority. When we have a governor that is doesn't understand the difference between a male and a female Hmm. and who's woke and who disrespects the Utah voters, the majority of the Utah voters that are against this, this disgusting, uh, irrational, non-reality of men transitioning to women and being able to compete against women and, girls sports is absolutely absurd in my opinion and i'm i'm glad that i live in walt brooks district here in st george and he's a he's a strong conservative and i'm glad that he's going up there to represent me to vote against governor cox's veto yeah and it's uh, i just i don't understand the mentality of a lot of uh people in the state if you want to boycott utah over utah standing up against this type of cronyism I don't care. I could care less about the NBA or what they do at the All-Star game, to be frank. And what's going to happen one of these days when we have a, uh, you know, seven-foot-one black man uh, play basketball and apply to go into the WNBA? Yeah. How, would, how is the WNBA going to feel about that when they got a, a, a male that's going to compete against women? scoring 65 points a game, slam dunking the ball all over everybody, then we'll see how woke the NBA really wants to be in the WNBA. Yeah, good point. Hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Let's go to line three. Hey, thanks for calling in. What's uh, what's your take on this? Yeah, hi. Um, thank you for the time. The only thing I think is, is, you know, has anybody, I'm assuming everybody has, the science of the xx or the xy chromosome that we do have a difference uh between us you know i can never i'm a man i can never get birth right um has you know, anyone ever thought of hey these people that want to compete in sports maybe they start their own league yeah yeah that was because we do have we, we do have a freedom to be whoever we want to be that's what makes us american but sure don't take away from what we've already established. Right. Yeah, good point. And, you know, it's a silly analogy, but 
uh, okay, say I identify as being, I don't know, handicapped. I'm going to go compete in the Paralympics and see if I can win a gold there because I couldn't win one in the regular Olympics. It's the same idea. Well, my leg hurts, so I'm going to, be, I'm going to identify as a one-legged man and go and compete. It's, it's kind of silly, isn't it? No, you're absolutely right. And these athletes should want to be at the top of their game and succeed at something, not take a step back. And because I couldn't compete, mm-hmm. I'm going to go over here. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Great point. Right. But we know we do our have, we do have our differences with our chromosomes. You know, a uh, woman is X and man is XY. If I'm correct. Yep. Yep. Um, and so we're, we're different, but our differences make us who we are and what we have great things about us because i can't i can't raise my children without my wife yeah so So, you know she does a fantastic job and she also gave birth to him i can't do that celebrate the differences yeah thank you for the phone call today i appreciate that one of the things i've said for 30 plus years that i've been covering sports is uh the best women's sports are the ones where they're not trying to be guys, but they're celebrating their womanhood. Uh, figure skating, gymnastics. Oh, I love women's gymnastics. And, and guys can't do what women do in gymnastics. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. They're, they're, they're taking advantage of, well, for lack of a better word, what God gave them. And uh, it's, it just blows my mind that that's not good enough nowadays. Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Steve's. I think, hey, uh, you're on with Andy. What's up? Oh, I don't know if somebody brought this up or not, but um, I'm just wondering how many women who are transgendering to men want to compete with biological men. Yeah, no, I don't see that happening. Do you? <laughs> no, it's because no. they know that men are, uh, you know, just naturally stronger. Different so, mu- muscular makeup. Absolutely. Yeah. So that that would be a good uh, kind of argument, you know, with ones who think that it's fair the other way. Yeah. Good point. You know? Good point. Yeah. Well said. All right. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Uh, it it's it's. Again, I think one of the callers said it. It's mind-boggling that we even have to have this conversation. Uh, you know, I want to declare my—I'm not good at something, so I'm going to declare myself a different gender or race or whatever so that I can be, you know, good at it. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Let's go to Seth. Seth, how are you this morning? You put me up last, huh? No, no. Phone lines are packed. They all four lines are lit up. So I'm just trying to uh, share the wealth. All right. I hope you'll. Uh, uh, I have an. I have an item I'd like to discuss. That's not this, and uh, I begin to feel like uh, this is Rome, and that Nero is the emperor. Okay, emperor has no clothes, right? No, different one. Sorry. <laughs> no, he's fiddling while Rome burns. Ah, ah, good okay. point. Uh, we're at war with China and with uh, other nation states, Russia, Iran. They release biological weapons on us. I'm not sure of that, but it looks like that. And we're talking about 
uh, one-tenth of one percent of fraudulent people who seem to gobble up our attention. Okay, like who? Like these transgenders you're talking about. Let me ask you a couple of sports questions here. I ran the marathon in St. George. How fast does the average man run the marathon? The average man or the the professionals? It doesn't matter. The best uh, athlete in St. George running the marathon, how quick do they finish? Uh, If memory serves, it's around two hours and and a couple of minutes. There you go. How fast for the fastest woman? About uh, 20 minutes or a half hour behind that. Exactly. I wonder... Uh, these are real men and these are real women, right. and they're 20 minutes different. Right. All right? And, and so um, there is no equality in the, in the speed that marathoners run. Um, the women finish as much as a half hour. The best women finish about a half hour. Correct. Now, that doesn't say anything bad about men or women. It's just who we are. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Now, uh, we have this going on. um, And when I say this, everybody's going to go berserk. But uh, (laughs) I think it's about time we started looking at reality. And the reality is there are tennis players that are men who pretend to be women. There are. And they're hitting balls so much faster, and they are gorillas, uh, huge people with bulging muscles, and they're on TV commercials on Mm -hmm. every station pretending to be Wonder Woman with uh, uh, gold bras and such a powerful serve that uh, even in the Matrix, uh, they just beat those other um, females and take all their money. Now, it's about time somebody did a physical exam and says, you can't play. You've got male apparatus. Well, You've but- got big muscles. You can't take all the money. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you really look into this, the father of these two um, were boys and are shown as adopted boys uh, and father decided he would create himself a millionaire by making two boys into two women really really fascinating now i want to, i want people to really pay attention and it's about time that all of these secrets that are being held congressmen and senators and uh, prime ministers who are one gender and pretend to be another. Hmm. Okay? I'm just really tired of this whole thing when, in fact, we've got to worry about uh, whether Ukraine and Russia are going to spill over in in that we don't have any food, that we may be developing new sicknesses, because of the bio labs in those countries that are spend all day, every day, generating biological warfare systems, and that uh, we all in Utah believe in supposedly uh, food storage and preparation, 
Right. And the number one thing that we need more than anything else is a way to breathe. You've got, I don't, how long can you hold your breath, Andy? Not very long. <laughs> but give me a number. Well, I think, I think the number Dr. Blodgett always says is we can't go three minutes without air, three days without water, and, or three days without food, and three weeks without water. No, vice versa. Three days without water, three weeks without food. So the number is three, I guess. Well, mine's 30 seconds because I have asthma and uh, because of pneumonia, yeah. uh, I've lost a percentage of my lung power. So if I can make 30 seconds, it's a long time. Yeah. That's how long I have to live with the number one thing we need to be as preppers. We need to have a way to breathe. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. Now for 30 bucks or 40 or 50, it doesn't matter how much it is. Today, uh, go online and buy an Israeli gas mask made for civilians, and you, you purchase that. You get it in a carrier case, and you keep it in your car because you're usually going to be in association somewhere close to your car. Well, Seth, we're not very good at keeping first aid kits and and, and uh, fire extinguishers in our car. How are we going to how are we going to be good enough to keep a gas mask in our car? Um, it only takes a commitment. One <laughs> chlorine truck or a, uh, um, a chemical truck of almost any kind yeah. that would disperses. You could wipe out all of St. George. It's true. It's in true. a heartbeat. And, and that freeway going through the center of town, mm. wow, there's, there's a lot of the millions of, of vehicles and trucks run up and down that road. As yeah, a matter of fact, that's yeah. our lifeline. So instead of buying food, uh, I know of prisoners in Ireland that did on a hunger strike lived 66 days. Wow. All right? So you don't need to eat for 66. And if you open a book somewhere, you could probably find weeds all around St. George that you could eat. They're edible, yeah. So uh, yeah. we got to make sure we have air and water, right? Those are the two big ones. Well, no, wait. Uh, you don't need water if you're freezing to death. you got four hours if you're exposed in the rain, in the rain and snow and blizzard conditions. Yeah. You'll probably die in four hours. <laughs> All right, Seth, I got to run. Again, phone lines are packed. Thank you for calling in today. Let's go to uh, line three now. Hey, what's up? What's your take on this? Hello? Yeah, are you there? I'm there. Uh oh, you're distorted. Call me right back, okay? We'll get you right on the air as soon as you call me right back. Um, it's uh, 935 on KDXU. Yeah, I'm a little fired up about this whole gender thing. When, when, when they call me a bigot and say that, well, Utah is a bunch of backwards rednecks for passing this law, which I don't know it's going to happen. In fact, we'll talk about that after the break. But, uh, yeah, to, to me, it's, it's, uh, it, it's a little frustrating that they can't see the forest for the trees. All right. Thank you for calling right back. What's on your mind? Yeah, you're there. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, so I just pulled up. I just texted you a thing, but uh, I ran track at Weaver State 40 years ago mm-hmm. and ran in the 400-meter hurdles 52-66. Okay. Seventh in the big sky. I just pulled up last year's women's 400-meter hurdles 54-68. Wow. So it was two seconds faster. I only finished seventh in the big sky, but two seconds faster than the girl who won the NCAA championship. 
and I was an average, very average runner. I mean, I had a scholarship, but I was in the middle of the pack. You could have been an All-American if you'd have declared as a woman, though. Yeah, but my daughters both did college sports, and my daughter threw the javelin, mm-hmm. and there's guys that can throw 40, 50 feet further than her. Yeah, I so mean, d- does that make you ridiculous. angry? It doesn't make yeah, you angry, right? Angry. It's just the way it is. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't, still don't get, well, we went back to Hershey. My daughter went back to Hershey and threw the softball. Mm-hmm. And she finished sixth in the nation. But the boys are still throwing 30, 40 feet farther than her, too. So if the boys would have flipped over, she would have been 14th or something. Yeah. And we went been... to the kick, button, pass thing, same thing. And she beat all the boys except for two. But they're, even those, those two boys were far and above. I mean, they could kick the ball 30 feet farther and throw it 30 feet farther, and the ones that were the best. So it's, it, to me, it's crazy. Uh, he, when we were back in Hershey, Bruce Jenner was there, and he was still a guy. <laughs> and he ran, ran the 5K with us and loped along and stuff. But it's crazy that uh, what some people do to get attention. Yeah, you're right. You're I right. think it's more attention than it is anything else. They want to be known for something. Do you, do you think this Thomas guy, uh, guy girl, uh, do you think that's why he did it for the attention to to I'm try to sure. raise awareness of transgenderness or? I, I, he wants to be seen. He wants to. I mean, nobody cares about him now. They care. They they most people don't like him, but yeah. he's getting the press and being noticed. Where when you're down in the four hundreds, nobody cares what you're doing. Yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. Thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Let's go to line two. Hey, thanks for calling in today. Your take on this. Yes. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? Just excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Yes. It's, uh, if, a if a boy wants to be a girl, I mean, that's, that's his choice. It's like, yeah, that's okay. That's his choice. But when a boy wants to do what they do to themselves, to compete against a girl in girls' sports to obviously have a huge advantage, that's not okay. It's not okay. It's absolutely not okay. You're right. And it's such common sense. Hello, hello. It's just such, such common sense. And I feel so bad about our, about our women and our females that, I mean, it's just horrible. And I, I, I hate this have to say it but if our females more would stand up and go this isn't fair and them start pushing back too more i haven't i don't look at that much of it but i haven't noticed i think enough females themselves female athletes especially to to bond together and push back but anyway it's just common sense you know you know, it's almost our culture. If if someone like you were talking about, if more females would stand up, what would happen if one of those girls in that race stand up and said, "Well, I don't acknowledge that guy, and I actually finished sixth, not not seventh, or or whatever." And I'll tell you what would happen: all these groups, like this Williams guy from Equality Utah, would say, "Oh, you're a bigot. You you have something against people who uh, you know who want to be transgender or are gay or lesbian or whatever. You're a bigot." And then they would be made a pariah, and they would be roasted in our woke media. And and I think that's what would happen. They can't. You, you can't risk that. Andy, let's say that that's what their attempt would be. It's where it takes that the. We all need to grow a, a bigger set of you-know-what. Yeah. So when they try to throw cold water on us with just a, a common-sense statement, you know, yeah. that's, a, that, that's a boy that's missing something now on his you-know-what. 
competing against girl sports. That's not fair. Period. 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 And, and, and then they go, you're a racist, you're a bigot, a homophobe, you want mm-hmm. to throw grandma over the cliff, etc. You go, no, you're insane. I'm saying you're trying to go <laughs> off the, out into the reservation here. I'm saying uh, boys should not be competing with girls. It's unfair. Yeah. Period. You know, and just stick to the point. Yep. Good. Th- thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Great to talk to you today. I got to get a weather break in. I'm only like 10 minutes late. Hey, good morning. It's time for our barbecue pit stop uh, thought and moment. I'm here with Troy Paul and uh, we're talking barbecue. We're talking today about rubs, which is a weird name for them because you don't really rub them in, Troy. Yeah, it's more of a sprinkle and pat. Sprinkle to, and pat. <laughs> yeah, um, I like to call it pat. If you rub, if if you put on your barbecue seasoning and you you know sprinkle it on, and then if you start to rub it, it starts to clump up yeah. and it's not nice. That's so no good. You just want to pat it down. That's what you want to do there. That was one of the first things I learned from you when you were teaching your class on on uh, pork butt is uh, pat, don't rub. Uh, talk about some of the rubs that you carry. I mean, obviously the sky's the limit. You guys have so many. Uh, are there some that are better sellers than others? Some that are your favorites? Yeah. So this is a tricky question. People come in all the time. Well, what's the best one? And we, we've got about <laughs> 250 to choose from. And every single thing that's on our shelf is really good. Mm-hmm. I say that because this is about nine years of refinement. Yeah. We've brought in great rubs and then the ones that sell we keep the ones that don't sell we get rid of and then we bring new ones in so we're constantly cycling through and i think that we just have the best quality selection of rubs that you'll find anywhere i know there's a few that you really like that you go to what mm-hmm. what what are your favorites well you can't go wrong with pork star right uh, yeah. pork star if you're doing a pork butt and you're not sure and you just need a a, a, a rub a pat that That's that is it, good you. for it pork star will get you there same with chicken and chicken star mm-hmm. and of course uh, i hate to keep bringing it up but you know i love jolly rogers uh, the, the garlic Luton jalapeno Luton booty That's, yeah. it is so good well, it's killer it's just an absolutely phenomenal you can use that one on chicken you can put it on turkey mm-hmm. any poultry but it's also great on pork or even yeah. beef yeah, it's so good. One thing, I, a little recommendation I'll throw out there. Not really a rub. It's a marinade, but that, that rotisserie chicken marinade that you sell. It's a powdered form. You just put it in some warm water, soak your chicken in it for a few hours, or your turkey, mm-hmm. and it makes it so much more moist. I, I actually swear by that stuff. So Absolutely. Well, come on in, and today only, Uh-oh. then we're going to give away a free barbecue rub All to right. anybody that comes in and tells them that Andy says, I can get a free rub today. Yeah, we were, we were going over, what should we call it, to rub it in or something like that? But no, just go tell them I sent you, and you just get a free rub. Just say Andy sent you, and you, we'll give you a free rub today only. We'll see you soon at the Q-Pit Stop. Right behind Napa Auto Parts. Thanks, Troy. Andy. Welcome back to the Andy Griffin Show. Again, we're talking about the ridiculousness of letting biological males compete in girls' sports. And again, the special session is today. The uh, legislature is going to get together and try to override the veto that was signed by Spencer Rhino Cox. Uh, some text, and then we'll get back to the phone lines. Uh, let's see. How is it right that a man with full genitalia walk around the locker room with nothing on? Good call. Uh, uh, we talked to Craig a little bit about Big Sky Championship, uh, so we'll, we'll get we'll move on from that one. Uh, uh, I think it's ridiculous we're even considering what liberal companies or an NBA All-Star game play into this. Do the right thing and protect girls' sports. 
Uh, Brent texted to remind me to please contact your legislatures this morning to override the governor's veto. If you could, uh, yeah, if we, we can work that into the discussion. Again, uh, if we want things to happen, we can't just talk about it on the radio. We then need to act, call your legislator, send an email, whatever it takes, act on it. Don't just talk about it. Uh, I got Somebody sent me this. Uh, they sent me, the, uh, uh, they forwarded me uh, a text they got, said, uh, this is from Troy from Equality Utah. Today, lawmakers are expected to override the governor's veto of House Bill 11. They are not doing this to preserve women's sports. This is a cynical ploy to appease the most extreme voices within the GOP. Wow. Please click here and tell our lawmakers to vote no, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's unbelievable the Hubert the, the gall the the idea that this veto or rather this override only appeases the most extreme voices of the Republican Party. Are you extreme? Am I extreme for wanting to protect our daughters to want to protect the sanctity of girls' sports? I don't think that's extreme at all. I think it's actually the overriding feeling of parents, grandparents, folks here in the state of Utah. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Hey, thanks for calling in, for holding on. What's on your mind? Is this me? Yeah, that's you. Go ahead. Oh, marvelous. Okay, I remember very, very specifically hearing our illustrious president state specifically that he wanted a black woman right. to be to take the place on the Supreme Court. He was going to pick a black woman. And I believe, I believe that he... I believe he found what he thinks is a black woman. When I look at her, that's what I see. But when, when in the age of Rachel Dolezal and Elizabeth Warren, I'm not positive she's black because I've never heard her say she's black. Yeah. And she can't even describe what a woman is. Maybe she's the wrong man for the job. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah, they asked her. I think it was yesterday. She can't naked and look in the mirror and decide oh yeah yeah or go to her doctor and have her doctor check her out and say yes you are a, you are a woman you have xx chromosome she can't decide that no nope. and so maybe maybe president biden needs to pick someone that can at least at least decide whether they they themselves are a woman or not how, I, I don't know how screwed up are we that we can't actually define what a woman or a man is how screwed up is is society right now it's unbelievable it is beyond unbelievable. <laughs> but per- personally, I don't have a problem with this. If they would call me, I, I could do a pretty good job of inspecting, and I could give you a real educated opinion. <laughs> but, I, yeah. you know, I digress. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go to line two. Hey, uh, Hans, I believe, is there. Are you there, Hans? Hey, happy Friday. Happy Friday. I haven't heard from you in a while. Everything all right? Oh, yeah. I just i uh, am so disgusted with it all that, you know, I... Don't I don't recognize the United States of America anymore? Uh, it's yeah, we're, we've turned into Amsterdam, I believe. Oh uh, well, and a little of the Philippines, and a little of Thailand, and yeah, you know. Um, my question is, and I know it's probably hollow, but why are we not hearing from the militant, hardcore "I am woman, hear me roar" feminists? Yeah, I don't the get ones that. that. Stood up and screamed bloody murder about everything and fought tooth and nail and you know where are they i i, I don't understand that at all because uh, and maybe it's the, the whole the whole atmosphere of well i don't want to be i don't want to be accused of being a, a bigot 
I don't want to be accused of being a backwards redneck. Maybe that's why they're not saying anything. I, I guess. I don't know. Or how about what a lot of people have said about that movement for years? It's purely political. Mm. Mm. And, and so they would get no advantage in taking a side on this one. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you know, you go back and look, and the, the hardcore feminazi movement, and look at everything that they pushed, and you'd think that this would be front and center against everything they stood for. Yeah, yeah. Protect yet, women's rights, yeah. Yeah, and not a peep. Nothing. Nothing. Nowhere. And, um, you know, governors vetoing bills that protect women. How come? Because if I remember correctly, Spencer is a Republican. So that would make him immediately in a situation like this, doing anything against women, a hateful bigot and, uh, you know, a misogynist. And and, I just it's it's kind of funny that we're not hearing that because he is attacking women by doing this. But 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 wait a minute. That seems backwards. He's but he's saving the poor transgenders. He's he's oh, reaching what, out to them. them? <laughs> no, there's four. I think there's four. Oh, so um, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> you no, know, honestly, folks, this shouldn't surprise you about this guy because look who groomed him, Herbert. Yeah, yeah. look who groomed him. You know, okay, so we've got Cox in the position of governor. We see how that's working out. And we've got little Mitt Romney, and we see how that's working out. Uh, Folks, give up thinking this is a conservative state, because it's not anymore. Yeah, we're losing it. All right, thanks, Hans. Great to talk to you. All right. Let's go to line one. Hey, thanks for calling and being patient. What's on your mind? Oh, my my thought about this whole thing is that uh, back in the day when the girls wanted to play in the boys' sports, I didn't think it was fair. Yeah. And now that the boys want to play in the girls' sports, they're crying foul. It's not fair. I don't quite understand this whole mess. But that's just my feelings anyways. Yeah, I agree with you. The, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. It's, it's nonsense is what it is. It, it so. is. Total nonsense. Boys and girls are just not built the same to begin with. Right. I never thought it was fair uh, when the girls wanted to play in the boys' sports. So... That's just my two cents worth. All right. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. It's, uh, i got to get another commercial break in. It uh, lends new meaning to this. See if, see if it shows up. Anyway, there was a song back in the 90s by a lady by the name of, there it is, Shania Twain. Let's go, girls. Shania Twain says, man, I feel like a woman. Come on. Apparently, I'm going out I'm Will Thomas felt like a woman. Back with more in a second.
Leah Thomas feels like a woman. Short on time. Just got a couple of minutes left in the hour. But, uh, yeah, I had a one of my uh, listeners texted me and reminded me of the MMA fighter. I talked about it a while back, but to talk about it again, this guy identified as a woman, became an MMA fighter, and proceeded to beat the scrut out of several female, actual female opponents. Now, where I come from, that is abuse. That A guy beating on a... You, I've never hit a woman in my life. I never will. Uh, you know the you know the line in the sand thing. That's one of those lines I would never cross. I, w- I would never never hit a woman. Just wouldn't happen. Uh, this guy, he thought, you know, I'm I'm not really very good as a as an MMA fighter, but boy, if I was female, hmm, I could I could beat them all. I could I could win and win and win. Didn't stop to think about. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be beating the crap out of girls. It's like uh, this Will Thomas. I'm not going to call him Lee. I can't. He's a guy. You know, he 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 didn't think about the dreams that he was crushing. All he was thinking about was, well, I couldn't win as a guy. I'm going to try as a girl. Man, if that would have happened 20, 30 years ago, we'd have thrown the guy in jail. Remember, he was walking around locker rooms. He hasn't had any surgeries yet. Nothing's been removed. He was walking around girls' locker rooms after swimming, so, you know, not dressed, undressed, naked. And, uh, yeah, they couldn't say anything. Nobody, they weren't allowed because, you know, oh, you're bigoted. You're, You're a bad person because you have not woke. Shania Twain, the song is about wanting to be a girl, wanting to be a woman. But she is a woman. It's not a guy wanting to be a woman. It just it just boggles the mind. And and I'll I'll conclude on on this thought. Uh, why is it okay for the left to force feed us their commentary? And every time we we protest. We say, no, that's not right. Uh, we're the bad guys. And, and I'm, I'm kind of tired of it. This is wrong. This is flat out wrong that Spencer Cox thinks it's okay that transgenders compete in girls' sports. It's wrong to every girl in the state of Utah, every female. Man, I feel like a woman. Maybe Spencer feels like a woman. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs>